0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Child of the Library podcast where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Guys, 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 I don't know if you realized but we are already at episode 25 of this podcast. How crazy is this? Thank you so much for sticking around and going on this bookish journey with me. So many exciting things happened to me this year. I met a lot of lovely people through this podcast. I learned a lot about the craft of podcast making and audio editing. And today we also celebrate a first on this podcast because today's episode is actually in partnership with Anna Luisa. Maybe you have heard of the brand before if you are someone like me, who loves well-crafted and special jewelry pieces and you love to incorporate them in your daily outfits. I had actually been a fan of the brand even before they approached me because they recycle metals in order to create their pieces and also their gemstones that are inlaid in some pieces are transparently sourced and most importantly, they are 100% carbon and water neutral which is something that I find super important and that I was very happy about when I found out that there actually are companies out there concerning jewelry who stand for these values. So I had my eye on the brand for a while because they offer stunning jewelry pieces with a conscience and everyone who knows me also knows that I rather invest in quality than follow fast fashion. So their philosophy was right up my alley. So when they approached me that they wanted to work together with the podcast, I was excited on so many levels because first they have a brand philosophy that I stand behind. Second, I had them on my radar even before. So I already knew about their benefits. And three, yeah, their jewelry pieces are just gorgeous. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) So they sent me a few pieces that I could pick and that will also inspire this and upcoming episodes. But the specific necklace that is the catalyst for this episode's topic today is the Capricorn necklace. Their line of zodiac sign inspired necklaces has a rectangular shape and has the star sign engraved in the gold plate i have worn it out like two times now for work and i have to say the quality how it feels around the neck compared to other gold necklaces that i have had in the past is really amazing and also the engraving feels super nice so i can't wait to see how it performs over time and with multiple more wears and to find all sorts of different combinations with like earrings and things. I will leave my personal Ana Luisa link, shop.analuisa.com/slash child of the library for you in the podcast episode description. There you can also directly see my Capricorn necklace, and if you want to actually see the necklace on me, head over to my Instagram at child of the library. But so. For everyone who could not guess from my little intro here, my zodiac sign is Capricorn. And I'm a very proud Capricorn. I think it is a very cool star sign to have. And I think a lot of its values are also reflected in my character. And this really got me thinking of how sometimes, but of course there are always exceptions to the rule, the star sign traits really fit with the people that are born during that particular time of year and how I could recommend a book fitting for each zodiac sign. A book that I think fits with the star sign's key values and that you might enjoy based on when you were born. So without further ado, let's get into the swing of things. And to be honest, when I curated this list, I realized that this is sort of my ultimate recommendations list across all sorts of different topics. I will not go into like a detailed synopsis of the books, but I will leave links to all of them in my podcast description so that you can read more, if I could spark your curiosity. So I hope there's something in there for everyone. Starting off at the beginning of the year, we have Capricorn. The zodiac sign that is said to be dedicated, hard workers, that value productively, spend time, and that persevere no matter the cost. I already said that I quite like the traits that are allocated to my star sign, but the book that I chose specifically for this is The Midnight Library by Matt Hey, I know there's been some controversy around the book because some people really liked it, some people did not enjoy it as much, but I have the feeling that this book would be something that capricorns specifically like because our main character is sort of exploring different versions of reality for herself in order to find the perfect life that she had been living and to try out all these different things and to see what could have happened and how her path that she actually chose actually reflects against all of these other different reality possibilities and as I said productively spent time hardworking, dedicated they have goals they try to achieve their goals etc so I really thought this play with different realities and to find the correct route for you is a very well-fitting recommendation and also it was my 400th book that I ever read that I can remember. So I have a very special bond to this book. I really, really enjoyed it this year. Right behind Capricorn, we have Aquarius, who are said to be innovative, progressive, and revolutionary in a sense also. They are strong-willed and fight for what they believe in. And the book that I chose here is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Now, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas blew up a couple of years ago when it came out. I remember I was able to go to a like very early screening of the movie adaption when it came here to Germany through work and I was so, so happy because I had read the book and I could really see what an impact it had on a younger generation, but also in general in the society in America specifically, but also of course you can read it and it's like criticism against racism and what the people can do to like rise up and fight for their justice, etc. To be honest, Aquarius was rather easy because once I read of the traits revolutionary and progressive, I absolutely had to think of The Hate You Give. I really, really enjoyed the book. Great recommendation. On number three, spanning across February and March, we have Pisces, which is said to be the most intuitive, sensitive and also empathetic sign of the entire zodiac. Yeah, And when I think of like sensitive and empathetic, I have to recommend the T-Dragon graphic novel series by K. O'Neill. Guys, I know this is a graphic novel series that is also aimed towards children. But please do not be irritated by the art style because it is so very cute and so very soft and so yes sensitive in a way i can't really describe it please just look these novels up they are so so beautifully made and the thing is yes the story can be read to a child or to like someone who's in middle grade but there are so many topics that also have an impact on you when you are an adult maybe especially because you can also read them to children because and i have to admit i recently read the third installment in this series and they are just so so beautiful (laughs) i can't stress this enough they are so great from the topics that they talk about from the art style that is so cute this whole idea about tea dragons which are basically like tiny dragons that grow tea leaves on their heads and how they are incorporated within that society of these like a few people in that tea shop and it's just wonderful just try it out even if you're not a pisces <laughs> to be honest this is such a cute series and it always really warms my heart when i go back to it and when i really need a pick me up i always read those because they are just they're stunning guys Now, following this is Aries. Aries people love to be number one, so naturally they therefore are no stranger to competition and are bold and ambitious. Yeah, so there were a few books that came to mind to me here, but the one that I went with was The Sword of Kaigen by M.L. Wang. This, I already talked about this in a podcast before, I think, is sort of like a unicorn because it is a fantasy standalone in a world that is inspired by old samurai japan and we follow the members of this clan that is like settled in the mountains they follow these very old traditions that People who come there from outside really think are a bit old fashioned, but they really craft their people to become great fighters, like, you know, traditional fighters, and they have elemental magic. And the way how they, of course are competitive against each other sometimes because we mainly follow a character who is like a boy growing up in this community and he is the son of like the most renowned warrior of this clan so of course he has a lot of strain on him there's a lot of competition there he wants to be number one but he also needs to be number one because there's so much pressure from his dad so yeah it was just a wonderful book we also have a lot of chapters that are from the point of view of his mother actually and what she experienced so i can totally recommend this book. But the only thing that I cannot 100% recommend is that because it's a standalone, I wanted so much more of this world and when it stopped I was like no no give me more there must be more there's so much more to explore I want more books and I think so far they have not been announced that there are more but I wish there would be but if you are someone who likes standalone novels this is definitely a great recommendation because the journey that you're on is just phenomenal next on our list we have Taurus. They are said to enjoy relaxing and enjoy soft sounds and also like soothing aromas very much. To be honest I find that Taurus is a star sign where I know the least people of <laughs> and the people I know sometimes do not really fit the star signs traits so this recommendation was a bit tricky for me. But the book that I ended up choosing for this was Tokyo Ever After by Emiko G. This is a very recent read for me. I think I finished it like two months ago or so and I specifically picked this here because I was a bit triggered by the like soft sounds and like soothing aromas etc because within this book we explore the Japanese culture through the eyes of a Japanese-American girl who grew up in America. So of course, the like maybe more reserved culture of Japan with its great food, its great aromas, the subtlety, but the beauty of things, I think would really fit a taurus's tastes so for everyone who does not know this about me i really really want to go to japan on a holiday it is one of my like biggest dreams so to say to go there and just to experience once for myself because i imagine this to be such a beautiful country and to experience the foods and aromas and to experience this culture i could also do this through this book and i really really enjoyed it of course there's also a roman in there and the romance is really like heavy within the story so if romance is something for you tauruses out there who are listening to this then definitely go check out this book because it will be right up your alley and then on number six so halfway through we have the sign Gemini they are spontaneous, playful, erratic and are driven by their curiosity. And when I heard about these traits, I knew exactly what to pick and that is the Wayward Children series by Sean and Maguire. This series has several books out, but please do not be hesitant because they are very short. I think they are mostly around 130 to 150 pages. And in there, we follow different children who travel to other worlds that are like more fitted to them the worlds are sometimes like a bit crazy or at least it looks like this for like outsiders like us but these worlds really encompass everything that these children need but we very often in these stories do not follow them while they are in these worlds but when they come back and need to Readapt to like life in the normal world and because these children are so curious they search for the doors that brought them to those other worlds in the first place they are sometimes very spontaneous they have so many different character traits because we follow different characters throughout this series and yeah i just think that this series is very fitting and a series that is also very good to binge because the books are rather short they are in the same universe but you always follow different characters so you also have like a nice mix in there which I personally really enjoyed. So as I said we're at the halfway point and before we jump into the second part of the list I wanted to talk a bit more about the partner of this episode and the current sale that Anna Luisa is having. If you maybe want to treat yourself or someone special to you for their birthday for example you can definitely check out Anna Luisa. You can of course check out my link in the episode description, but if you want to search for it yourself, it is spelled Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. I've been a fan of their brand for quite some time now. Their pieces start at $39 and from the end of November through to December 22nd, they have the biggest sale of the year where you can get 60% off on the second item that you purchase. Even though I got inspired for this episode by a necklace, they also have earrings, bracelets, and rings as well. Their designers are based in New York. And to be honest, the pieces are so gorgeous. As I already said, they are 100% carbon and water neutral, they use recycled metals, their gemstones are transparently sourced and having worn their pieces a few times now, I could really feel how qualitatively well they are made on top of not being such a strain on the planet. And this is the perfect turnaround to talk about our next star sign, number seven, which is cancer they are the ones who are very intuitive and willing to protect what they believe in for whatever cost and the book that i chose for this is a recent favorite of mine and that is if we were villains by ml rio i feel like i have an entire episode where i just talked about this book (laughs) it's my halloween reads episode of this year and i just loved it We follow a main character and his interactions within this dark academic setting. We have this whole interwoven Shakespeare element that really runs deeply in the veins of this book. And we really see the motivations of the characters, especially of the main character and his growth and what he does to protect the people he loves. It's absolutely amazing. I can highly recommend it. (laughs) I won't stop recommending this book until a lot of people pick it up. So definitely check it out. And I will move along in the year with Leo in July and August. My husband is actually a Leo and his zodiac sign is described as passionate, loyal and sometimes a little dramatic And yes, (laughs) I can see the resemblance there sometimes. And the books that I chose specifically for this star sign is the An Ember in the Ashes series by Sabah Tahir. I know this series has been around for a while now. I read the last installment, I think at the beginning of this year. Yes, it was not the end of last year. It was the beginning of this year and it has become one of my favorite books. I think the book was the perfect ending to the series. And because I watch so many films and especially series with my husband, I know that sometimes series do not end really. Well, in the sense that you think, "Ah, okay, this this ending is just not good for whatever reason." But the ending in this series is absolutely perfect. I loved it so i can definitely recommend the series from book one to book four sometimes if you look back it's totally crazy where you started off in book one and where you end up in book four but i can totally recommend the series please check it out it was sabata here's debut series and to be honest if this is her debut i don't want to know what she can write now that she's a more established writer and really is deep into her craft and novel writing. She's absolutely amazing. And the next zodiac sign, and I just love how very different this is (laughs) from Leo, is one that is highly logical practical and systematic in its approach to life with a strong suit for perfectionism. I'm of course talking about Virgo and the thing that really triggered my recommendation for this was the perfectionism part because if I think of books in general but especially of novels and perfectionism I always think of Brandon Sanderson. It's really crazy that he is so interwoven with the word perfection and perfectionism in my head. This is the first thing that I think about when I hear this. But Brandon Sanderson, to me, is one of my absolute favorite authors. I just love his writing style. I love the humor that he sometimes puts into his books and the way how he crafts his worlds and how detailed they are and the character growth and the different plot twists that he thinks about. I'm just in awe of this man and his writing skills, as you might have heard from my voice. I'm currently right in the middle of a buddy read with Jordan, who was a guest on this podcast before. And we just love, love, love our buddy read because we are reading one of Brandon Sanderson's books and it's just so enjoyable. I mean, we are taking our time with it, but you could really speed through his books because yes, They are fantasy or sci-fi. Yes, they are sometimes a bit bigger, but you are just hooked from minute one. I just love Brandon Sanderson's writing. And the series that I would especially recommend is the Mistborn series, because it has a few books in this series already out. We follow great characters. We have a great interwoven world and it is a series that is so widely acclaimed for being so 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 good that I thought that Virgos would definitely enjoy this. And now we are down to the last three, with next up being the Libra star sign that strives for justice and searches for balance in their life. And the book that I directly had to think about was Little Thieves by Margaret Owen. I also read this fairly recently, but in here we really follow the path of the main character of what is justice? What have I done to other people? What do I need to do to redeem myself and sort of give them back what they lost because of me so that I can break my curse? I really, really enjoyed it. It is very different from the Other duology that I read of hers around the merciful crow which I also really really loved last year but I can definitely recommend this because this is really one of the books where it is all about the justice and the balance in the lives of those people. And in stark comparison to Libra lies Scorpio, which I will talk about next. They use their emotional energy as fuel, are courageous, but also probably one of the most misunderstood of the signs, as they are said to be quite complicated. I have to admit, I do not know too many Scorpios, however, the ones that I know, I can understand sometimes why these traits are associated to this star sign. And the books that I automatically thought about were the books from the Red Queen series by Victoria Aveyard. I'm a big fan of Victoria Aveyard as an author, just outside of her bookish world. But the Red Queen series was really a book series that I got into when I really, really started to get back into reading. And it was just very nice to fall into this world and to experience along the years when it progressed. And there's a lot that is going on in this series. It's very chaotic sometimes. The characters are not 100% all white and black. They also have gray interwoven. You really get a deep insight on where they're coming from, what their intentions are, but also how they were made the way they are. So you sometimes can understand and you cut them some slack, etc. So yeah, I really enjoyed this series. So I can definitely recommend it for Scorpios that are maybe a bit more complicated and charged with emotional energy. And now guys, we are down to the last sign, which is of course, as you know, Sagittarius, the people that will never stop in their conquest for knowledge and when i read conquest for knowledge i had to think about strange the dreamer by Lainey taylor it has actually been a while since i read strange the dreamer but when i read it i absolutely loved it and i really really enjoyed this academic aspect in the sense that we have our main character who is a librarian, but one of his, let me call it hobbies for now, is that he especially looks into the history of a city that is forgotten by almost everyone. The people cannot even remember the name of the city anymore, but he really felt how the name disappeared from the world so he knows that it's not just ah yeah the people forgot about the city but there's something greater going on that made everyone forget about the city so he is really trying to gather all the knowledge that he can as a librarian of course he has some resources on this and he really tries to know as much as possible and then when people from this city come to his place and ask for people to join them and help them to free this city of whatever is trapping them from being forgotten of course this is his hour and he can really use the knowledge that he has acquired and I think of course this is just scratching the surface of this series but just this moment of realization that all his hard work really paid off to go on this adventure and this is not a spoiler this happens in like the first few chapters and then we go on this whole adventure where he can use his knowledge was just so rewarding (laughs) so yeah Wow, guys, what a wild ride. We have been here for a while. Now, thank you so much for sticking around. I really hope that you enjoyed these recommendations and that there was one in there for you as well. Don't forget to check out my link shop.analuisa.com slash child of the library which you will also find in the description as previously said thank you so much to Ana Luisa for working with me and if you head over to their shop you will also find a necklace for every star sign i just mentioned so in case you still need a gift for a special someone you know where to look and maybe also give them my recommended matching book while you're at it anyway and until next time i hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts bye Let's go.